I've got one more thing that I have to cut. They call me 007 at the Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. Zero days clean. Zero dollars for the basket. Seven smoke breaks. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice, very nice. That shit is solid. I really liked that one. All right, you can start, Joe. (laughs) Uh, We have from at NevSock, Never Socialism on Twitter, uh, the new 28th Amendment, folks. Oh. Uh, This is a picture of AOC reading from a communist manifesto in an all-leather suit, and it says... (laughs) <laughs> when you two are finished cleaning my boots, can one of you go fetch me a latte? It's my constitutional right. Now I will recite the 28th Amendment. Every American is allowed one fully paid day off from work per month to read communist theory. They will be provided two servants, wealthy CEOs in parentheses, uh, to cater to their every need so they can do their reading uninterrupted. Even, even their pitch is like, well, you are going to get another day off from work a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> As opposed to their explicit political ideology being no days off from work a month. <laughs> hey, bro, no days off. Grind never stops. <laughs> <laughs> These Democrats just aren't about their bag. <laughs> Scrabble officially bans racial slurs, leaving competitive players furious. <laughs> 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 I once got into a fight with a family friend for a while about Scrabble. <laughs> Regarding their slurs or what? <laughs> no, no, we were both, of course, using slurs. We were nine years old. But beyond that, he tried to use the word gloop, and I was like, that's not a word. <laughs> I've never what? spoken that... to the guy since, but he has kids, and I'm sure he's raising them, teaching them that gloop <laughs> is a word. <laughs> I feel like that's a gray area. It's certainly a gray area, but it was worth fighting about when I was nine. (laughs) Which one is Scrabble and which one is Boggle? I don't know what the fuck Boggle is. I also don't know what Boggle is. Scrabble's the one where you make the words. I think you have to make words with both. (laughs) Scrabble is tiles, right? Uh, Uh, One's enrichment training for, like, children and, like, uh, I don't know, people who have tumblers still, and one's enrichment training for people who are dying, as far as I can tell. <laughs> you guys, uh, listeners, figure out which one is which there. Uh, how about this? My Pillow CEO's free speech social network will ban posts that take the Lord's name in vain. Oh, I saw that, I saw that, that's really cool. Did you see what it's fucking called? Frank? Frankspeech.com Are you fucking kidding me? Let me be frank. I just love the idea of trying to build one of these conservative uh, networks around the concept of censorship as opposed to, like, being (laughs) strongly opposed to it or whatever they said they were. It's like, I will make a frank account, but I will get banned almost immediately now. That shit sucks. Yeah, exactly. Mike Lindell, sir, you are a coward. <laughs> Lauren Boebert seemingly has uh, Ponzi schemes on the mind, uh, thanks oh. to dead Bernie Madoff, along okay. with just, like, hogs. I imagine she's thinking of hogs constantly. <laughs> uh, every definition of the word hog, probably. Um, <laughs> Marxism is the greatest Ponzi scheme ever devised. Because AOC is at the top of Marxism, and you spit-shine her boots while she whips you in her leather uh, dominatrix outfit, right? I mean, ideally. Kirsten Cinema, the Senate's most colorful member, posted pics of herself on Instagram, rocking, rocking a quote-unquote fuck-off ring, and sipping what looks to be a sangria. <laughs> Dope. Touch my button, buy me pizza. 
completely the touch my button buy me pizza senator <laughs> she's wearing like a ring that like fucking like they would have had on the cover of like vice magazine in like 2006 or something right oh the whole look she has a plastic cactus behind her because she lives in arizona <laughs> why does she need a plastic one what? because she yeah. is a fucking predator like from the movie predator and she cannot be exposed to regular earthly items because she lives in one of the oasises in Arizona. Everyone else is in the desert, but she's in, like, a, a beautiful... <laughs> she's in Sedona or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elysium. She and that uh, fucking <laughs> astronaut that are the senators from Arizona just floating <laughs> above the state. <laughs> she she goes outside at night to, like, catch coyotes and, like, suck their blood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, so I, I'm... You guys heard about uh, Biden going ahead with Trump's $23 billion arms deal for the UAE, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Well, yeah. We need to protect Dubai at all costs. Yeah, we can't risk a slave revolt in Dubai. I mean, let's get real. <laughs> yeah, nearly all Senate Democrats voted against the hastily crafted package just six months ago. So, you know, I'm going through the replies of that tweet early in the morning. I'm pissed off, of course. And I, I find this tweet from this person. She says... It's all part of the plan to help the Middle East rid itself of Israel. Then we are going to allow all of the Jews living in Israel to migrate to the U.S., transplant them in red states as immediate U.S. citizens, and allow them to vote Democratic right away. Biden is a genius. I was going to make fun of the idea that every single person who comes from Israel would be a Democrat, but what the fuck's the difference? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's funny to say that Joe Biden would do anything at all to threaten Israel, considering the fact that when he was the vice president, he made comments, like, in an interview along the lines of, like, oh, fuck it, they can just have it all, or something. <laughs> yeah, what do they want? They want Sinai? They can have Sinai, Jack! Oh, or, or something about, like, approving them doing a preemptive uh, nuclear strike or something against, like, yeah. some nonsense. And Obama had to, like, do a separate thing and clarify and, like, backtrack a bit. <laughs> So no, there's 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 no way Joe Biden wouldn't be as hawkish with Israel as he possibly could, or hawkish for Israel. Do you guys well, remember that in 2008, how they originally got Biden because the whole idea was he would be like the level-headed, uh, like you know, regular white guy, show people that things aren't really changing, whatever. But then every time they let him speak, he's just like, sure, yeah, do nuclear nuclear holocaust on the Arabs. It's fine. Yeah. I believe in that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking really cool. Yeah. Speaking of the Biden administration, did you see uh, Jen Psaki said uh, very, very specifically that they will not be doing the Cuban thing that is very far back on their list of priorities? Mm. So in addition to everything else that we are not getting, we are not going to be able to record the live show in Havana. We're very sorry, Raul Castro and everyone who was waiting for us. It's Raul Castro stepping down. Is he? Like yeah. tomorrow, I think. Oh, that's sad. That Billy Bragg song's, like, kind of about him. Waiting for the great leap forward. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll miss him. Uh, did you guys see this Matthew McConaughey thing? Yes, I'm staring at it right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did he do? I know, I just fucking saw this and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what happened? Uh, Matt, you want to lead? Actor Matthew McConaughey, who has said he is considering a run for Texas governor, leads Governor T Greg Abbott 45 <gasps> to 33% in the fuck. Texas gubernatorial election poll released by the Dallas Morning News and the University of Texas at Tyler. The Democrats are Holy pulling shit. an Arnold Schwarzenegger, baby. Wait, he's is he he's running, running as a, a Democrat? Democrat? 
I just figured because he's like you know a Hollywood. I can only imagine he's running as an independent. He's he's like a radical independent kind of guy for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you run as an independent against Greg Abbott, you are caucusing with the Democrats, regardless of what you call yourself. There. So I don't know. In uh, March, the 51-year-old told CNBC he's absolutely not joking. I'm not teasing the idea. I'm actually looking at the idea and giving it serious consideration. We don't live in a world where there are, like, political repercussions for doing so. There's no reason not to. Look what fucking happened to Andrew Yang, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Case in point, that guy runs for president, gets like 8% of the votes, but people know who he is. So he's just destroying these career politicians in New York. It doesn't matter how many times he says Sparrow is the best pizza in the city. It doesn't <laughs> matter how many times he's just like, I haven't ridden the subway in 20 years because of muggers and those people. <laughs> like, he's just, he's gonna blow them out of the water. Scott Stringer, who's like Lil de Blasio, he did everything right, it's supposed to be his turn. 13% of the vote. Eric Adams, Nation of Islam-backed former Republican, with 17% of the vote. And Yang with 28 so far. I, for one, am very excited for uh, President Matthew McConaughey to pull out of Afghanistan in 2036. <laughs> it's cool because they said the same thing. Oh, good. Thing. He's aggressively centrist. Exactly. They said <laughs> right. the same thing about Trump. They said the same thing about Obama. Now they're saying it about Biden. We're going to be... Every president is going to take credit for pulling out of <laughs> Afghanistan for the rest of our lives. And there is nothing we can do about it. Yeah. <laughs> the next debates are going to be like, Mr. Trump Jr., Kamala Harris alleges that your pullout game is not strong. How do you, how do you argue? Uh, honestly, man, did you see that thing with Ivanka? Uh... Yes. Yeah, Ivanka yes. got Ivanka <laughs> got a vaccine shot, and she was like, "Hey, I got my shot. You all should get yours too." Oh, Thank yeah. you, Nurse Torres, with a little heart, like you know everyone does when they just take pictures of whatever army medic they have shooting you with the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. But all the comments are full of people like, "You have you have disqualified yourself for the Trump family name, <laughs> sir, ma'am. You have." Yeah, yeah, Taking yeah. the illegal COVID Michael Gates vaccine, ma'am, sir. The best part was the mental <laughs> gymnastics some of them were doing. They're like, she didn't say which shot she got. She could have gotten a flu shot. She could have gotten just any shot. It wasn't a COVID shot. She didn't get microchips. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, so they're pro flu shot and they're anti COVID vaccine, which is the coolest position you could possibly take as a person. <laughs> She was just getting air shot into her veins, which we all know is perfectly safe. She was doing heroin, Mac. It's all right. Uh, Boomer Death Squad Poland update. Uh, the mysterious... <laughs> what? Fresh off the Poland Mysteri death. Yeah, I I'm stationed at our uh, Krakow outpost. Uh, mysterious animal in Krakow ends up being a croissant. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Saw that yeah, too. This that lady, rocks. This lady's uh, calling the police, and she's like, look, it's been in the tree for two days. I'm really scared. No one wants to go near it or go outside. We're all keeping the windows shut. We don't want it to jump in. And they showed up. They're like, R seriously? I mean, to be completely honest, though, croissant could be a slur for a Frenchman in Poland. <laughs> you got to remember many... that. How many polls does it take to realize that a croissant is actually not an animal? <laughs> How about, did you guys see the video of um, Kylie Jenner going through the, the fucking boring company tunnel in Las Vegas? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, with the multicolored lights and everything. Yeah. The, the fucking, like, mole tunnel through the earth that you literally can't open your fucking doors in. And that like, only the cars with the worst safety rating in America, yeah. allegedly in Minecraft, that allegedly in Minecraft blow up every <laughs> goddamn day. Like, <laughs> the only cars that are allowed in are the only cars that spontaneously combust. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? And then you can't get out. <laughs> you can't get out. Neither can anyone else. It's a straight line. It's very funny. It's very cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we're giving this in. guy billions of dollars to build these tunnels with multi-flashing lights. They should just play, like, German techno over the top <laughs> as you die. People are pretty mad at Elon Musk about this, but, you know, I mean, I, I feel like they're missing the bigger picture. Well, people we talk to are mad purpose. about it, but regular Elon people are like, dope and epic, sir. <laughs> I think they're missing the bigger picture in that uh, he's doing this on purpose to kill everybody who goes in there. Right, uh, what was your joke, Matt? Reddit Nazi gold? <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that's where we're at right now. That was my joke, but I'm going to let Matt take that one. Uh, I think I said Dave Grohl's entire net worth is in Reddit gold. <laughs> uh, you love to see it you truly do yeah uh there's a there's a cop whose wife he caught her cheating because uh she was seen <laughs> at the capitol riot with yeah. a guy with yeah. another dude that is so fucking cool yeah. man yeah. yeah i mean that's praxis right that guy's fucking a cop's wife <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> I, the caption to that picture was like, sorry, officer, this is real life. The schizo QAnon boomer gets the girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You, tru you truly do love to see it. That is so awesome. <laughs> I love his, uh, his, like his like skull like neck gator that like doesn't even line up you know what i mean the the mouth of the skull and the chin don't line up so it makes his face look really tiny oh yeah chris cuomo says reform won't happen until police kill quote-unquote white people's kids he's such a dope don't we love a logical conclusion folks this just continues to reinforce the official boomer death squad opinion that there should be no italians in positions of power we tried it. It didn't work. We're going back. <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, you know, media obviously has, like, massive influence over everyone, but they didn't put Chris Cuomo in a position of power for a very clear reason, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's the TV guy and Andrew's the, uh, are you my mother guy. Right, Dude, right, right, right. Andrew Just... would take Chris's job in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Compare political, oh, you look like my mother protections, to TV, oh, you look like my mother protections. You can't. Dan Schneider walks free, folks. <laughs> Allegedly, Actually. in Minecraft, welcome back to Boomer Death Squad! <laughs> the number one uh, podcast on the Lindell left, I am Ooh. your host, Joanon. Okay, alright. Hi, I'm a Committee for Open Debate on the Holocaust, Dan. 
And I'm a $27 million severance package to quietly leave the network. <laughs> that was a good one. All right. Uh, okay. Let's uh, let's just get started here, shall we? First article. Let's hit it. All right. So I, I alluded this, to this a little bit in the cold open with the uh, <laughs> Mike Lindell Frank thing. <laughs> Banning people for taking the Lord's name in vain. Uh, we've got an an article in, of course, Wayne Dupree again this week. Mike Lindell just declared war on Fox News, and he's putting his money where his mouth is, by Missy Crane. Shout out again to Wayne Dupree for putting names to these articles, as opposed to the other websites we go to, which are literally just (laughs) like, the storm is coming, quote-unquote, Lex Luthor 1488. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Wayne Dupree, Danny and I were talking about this. Wayne Dupree's website is way less just, like, virulently racist, so they yeah. can, like, put their names on the articles. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. Wayne Dupree himself, like, speaks at CPAC and shit like that, so he's, like, the, uh... He's a businessman with a slightly crazy website. <laughs> yeah, he's looking for an air of legitimacy to his insanity where these other places really aren't they're just looking for blood and brimstone baby right right okay let's start out here after quite a few disagreements it appears that mike lindell is making a bold move against fox news he's had an estranged relationship with the channel since they've apparently censored lindell's views on the 2020 election particularly his belief that voting systems created by dominion were compromised that is exactly what this fight is right it's between the blood and brimstones versus the uh sensible conservatives which uh yeah. wayne dupree fancies himself as even if he right. is again right. just a psycho <laughs> allegedly in minecraft well it's it's just like fox led him on to talk about dominion like probably two dozen times and now they're fucking tired of it so they stopped letting him on to talk about it yeah they sent tucker carlson in. they're like mike we're sorry you're just not a star <laughs> yeah they're like come they're up with like, something that's else like, that's like a few weeks ago, buddy. And I disagree. Yeah. yeah. They're fucking wrong. Let Mike on. <laughs> it, do- it definitely would give the better viewers. I'll watch. Keep up. Keep up, <laughs> like, Mike. Fuck. Mike wants to know why he's not been invited on the cable network to discuss the election. Lindell thinks this is a sure sign that something's up. They put square scare quotes around up for some fucking reason. <laughs> I feel like Lindell might actually run in 2024. Like, the amount of media presence he's been able to maintain through this thing has yeah, been that's insane. that's true. Right? That's true. And I think that he could specifically get the Trump endorsement. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, quite possibly. Maybe. <laughs> you know? Who knows what Trump will even be doing in, uh... In that amount of time, he might have long forgotten Mike Lindell. That's doesn't true. even remember he's president. He's just back to paragliding with, like, Obama <laughs> and Richard Branson at Little St. James. Yeah. Donald Trump should buy Little St. James Island. <laughs> he figures out he can make a Twitter alt. <laughs> Jeffrey left Little St. James to Trump in his fucking will. Yeah. Thank you, Jeffrey. <laughs> Thank you. I loved you very much. You're a very beautiful man. Yeah. Allegedly. In Minecraft. I don't know. <laughs> not gonna get sued by these people but it's not just fox news it's facebook as well mike is suspicious of everyone he's just like a paranoid <laughs> wreck just smoking crack looking out yeah. <laughs> looking out his blinds like jesse in the first season of breaking bad <laughs> they 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 banned him from fox news because he kept bringing a gun to the studio they're like you can't have that he's like no you don't understand dominion i was applying for a job as an extra and i brought a loaded nine beretta just to feel its weight in my hand 
Yeah. According to reports, Liddell has now hired private investigators to see why Fox News is refusing to cover his claims of election fraud. <laughs> that is so fucking cool, man. Oh my! What are they going to do? He, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's gotten dumped, but he like won't stop calling. <laughs> he's standing outside he's... the Fox News uh, like studio, holding a boombox above his head. Yeah, PIs on nearby buildings looking into windows through telescopes, trying to take a weird picture of Tucker. Carlson or whatever. (laughs) But it's not it's not Peter Gabriel because Peter Gabriel's satanic, it's like John Denver or something like that. Oh Oh, absolutely. These are Phil Collins men through and through. (laughs) I just want to know what the fuck these private investigators are going to do to find out. Like (laughs) nothing. They're gonna they're gonna gonna take their fucking time because they're getting paid by the time they're going to collect the bag, and again, that's your moral and ethical duty, right? Take the money from these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna like. They're gonna fake that his wife is cucking him and give him that. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like royal Tenenbaums. Well, we couldn't find any uh, news on the Fox front, but uh, you might want to take a look at these pictures. <laughs> you can say what you will about Mike, but he's putting his money where his mouth is. <laughs> <laughs> Which is again into a crack pipe, allegedly. <laughs> Might be putting his money where his nose is. I guess that is a fair thing. He probably doesn't smoke crack anymore. He's rich. He does coke. Yeah, no, that's probably true. It is the same drug. (laughs) His drug dealer gave him an intervention so that he could move up from selling crack to start selling coke. Exactly, exactly. Business was booming, and he used that to create pillows directly out of allegedly asbestos. (laughs) Right, okay. Uh, So... She goes on, he's passionate about his beliefs, and he won't back down. And now she quotes this uh, this, 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 par- this passage from Newsweek. Uh, this is also going to finish up the article. Lindell said that Fox News was one of several entities being investigated for alleged involvement in an election fraud conspiracy against former President Donald Trump. During a Friday appearance on former Trump advisor Steve Bannon's War Room Pandemic podcast. <laughs> oh, that appearance was so cool. Do you remember seeing that? Steve's like, please, Mike, please, just quiet down. And Mike's like, war! Blood and soil! <laughs> like, it's so fucking... Oh my god, that rocked. Made Steve Bannon look like the, like, you know, rich little Fauntleroy quote-unquote populist <laughs> right. he is. It was the funniest right. thing I've ever Steve seen. Of course, Steve Bannon's also one of these fucking old guys who's like, all right, it's COVID. I have to release content from my home every single fucking day. <laughs> Garage, right. Garage is the studio now. Monday podcast, we're getting it in. Tuesday podcast, we're getting it in. People need to know what I am thinking right now. <laughs> you said he told him to stop yelling? He was like, yeah, he was like, please quiet down. He didn't tell him, he like begged him. And Mike you're, did you're, not. You're peeking it's the, the mic. funniest you're clip. You're the mic. Bannon's like, Bannon's like, yo, stop cursing. I don't have headphones on and my mom's in the room. Yeah, <laughs> literally, literally. Dude, she's going to unplug the Xbox. Steve Bannon's like a 110-year-old mom. Steve Bannon's actually only 30. <laughs> he's 30, but he's chronically Irish. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the evil aged his body, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go with the Irish thing. <laughs> same thing, same thing. Yeah, same difference. Well, he's a loyalist. Yeah. <laughs> Black and tan. Yeah, yeah. 
He suggested that Fox's recent reluctance to discuss election fraud claims against voting software and hardware companies, Smartmatic, and Dominion voting systems was suspicious. I mean, again, this is just, Fox News isn't even a news channel. I, I know that's hacked to say because none of these things are. Yeah. They're a business and they're trying not to get sued. Yes, exactly. Steve Bannon's getting sued for like $1.4 billion right Like Lindell. Oh, uh, yeah, wrong guy, wrong guy. Lindell is getting sued for uh, $1.4 billion right now. And it's <laughs> like, like, I Lindell, think they should still let him on because he's We awesome. are suing Steve Bannon for $1.4 <laughs> That is probably driving their decision not to go with this particular avenue you know what i mean mike lindell is a walking liability for anyone that could be sued by their association with him yeah you're right actually if mike lindell gets elected president we are getting like a third kennedy assassination allegedly (laughs) in minecraft and and like you said it's a business it's like it's a joe biden's president now it's a democratic presidency they're they're making different content now they're going to get glenn beck back to go to the drawing board to prove that joe biden's actually irish and not american or something <laughs> joe biden can't be president he was born in ireland <laughs> <laughs> we got on um brave soldier of the holy war mike lindell uh thanks for <laughs> thanks for all you're doing for i don't know my general happiness you truly are better than therapy mike lindell is like a paul maldib uh figure in that he is going to kick off a global jihad in his name and he'll almost definitely become one with a sample <laughs> probably in contact with a lot of uh, young men if you know what we mean allegedly uh and he might need to get in contact with a certain young man to get his uh frank website off the uh off the ground nobody likes you when you're 23 and trying to start a race war let's get into it folks (laughs) (laughs) all right well uh yeah so uh the last article was you know it was really short so this second half is going to be the uh, the real meat and potatoes of the episode, if you will. Um, we have an article titled, A 23-Year-Old Coder Kept QAnon Online When No One Else Would, by William Turton and Joshua Brustein in Bloomberg. The kids are all right, y'all! Let's go! <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So this guy, viewers, keep in mind, this guy is our age. Like, he, we would have been in the same fucking grade as him. This is definitely the coolest type of guy we could have possibly gone to school with. This guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't think I would have been his friend. This guy, <laughs> this guy holds at least 500k in Dogecoin. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. This guy's a billionaire right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he's winning right now. <laughs> All right, so it starts out. 
Two and a half months before extremists invaded the U.S. Capitol, the far right wing of the internet suffered a brief collapse. All at once, in the final weeks of the country's presidential campaign, a handful of prominent sites catering to white supremacists and adherents of the QAnon conspiracy movement stopped functioning. To many of the forum's most devoted participants, the outage seemed to prove the American political struggle was approaching its apocalyptic endgame. <laughs> Holy shit, what a concept <laughs> to start your article on. I know. And what an overblown way to do it. Yeah, these... <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm sure these sites did convert new people to this sort of shit, but it wasn't like people who weren't susceptible to this sort of shit to begin with. It's all very insolent. Yeah, you only learn about these websites on, like, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, yeah, you work your way down the hole, I guess, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> these people are already there, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Not to mention, it was like a few hours and nothing happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Quote, Dems are making a concerted move across all platforms, read one characteristic tweet. The burning of the land foreshadows a massive imperial strike back in the next few days. <laughs> the burning of the land. <laughs> My fucking social media went down for two hours. Yeah, well, uh, They're salting the earth. Well, yeah, Zuckerberg is actually instituting a scorched earth policy. He's uh, just, just destroying Facebook as the right wingers uh, make pages. Right, right. In fact, there'd been no conspiracy to take down the sites. They crashed because of a technical glitch with Vanwa Tech, a tiny company in Vancouver, Washington, that they rely on for various kinds of network infrastructure. They went back online with a simple server reset about an hour later, after the proprietor, 23-year-old Nick Lim, woke up from a nap in his mom's condo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that is so awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went down for so long because this kid was just, he had just, you know, finished uh, uh, some McDonald's and a, and a blonde, and he fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he hadn't unplugged and replugged the entire thing yet. <laughs> exactly. It's like when our Minecraft server went down because there was a snowstorm in Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, I remember right. that. <laughs> right. Lim founded Vanwa Tech in late 2019. He hosts some websites directly and provides others with technical services, including protection against certain cyber attacks. His annual revenue, he says, is in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> I know. Although small, the operation serves clients including the Daily Stormer, one of America's most notorious online destinations for overt neo-Nazis. <laughs> And 8kun, the message board at the center of the QAnon movement, whose adherents were heavily involved in the violence at the Capitol on January 6th. I bet, like, kind of, but most of those people don't move. They don't leave the computer. Yeah, they don't yeah, 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 exactly. They leave the computer there, like, doing a mass shooting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What's undeniable is the niche Lim is filling. His blip of a company is providing essential tech support for the kinds of violence-prone hate groups and conspiracists that tend to get banned by mainstream providers such as Amazon Web Services. Mainstream providers such as Amazon Web Services. It's very good and cool that they own 60% of the internet. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah. You should be, that company should get to decide whether you can go online. <laughs> That's not to defend the Daily Stormer or whatever. Or, yeah. you know, this ridiculous neat. No, it, it's that monopolies in the 21st century are called mainstream providers. Yes, exactly. Like, fucking hell. Uh, it goes on. Getting banned by AWS, Cloudfare, or other infrastructure providers, as the Daily Stormer and 8kun have been, is a step beyond a ban from Facebook or Twitter. 
It puts the American far right on a short list that includes child pornographers and terrorist organizations such as ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome. I mean, let's be... That's, yeah, that is beast. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it's funny that the list is just that. Yeah, exactly. Who's uh, also hosting them? Yeah, probably. <laughs> right. Uh, these are groups that promote and incite violence and basically aren't allowed to have websites. <laughs> So it goes on to explain that, you know, although more prominent companies have banned right-wing extremist websites in the past, when there's not, like, a national spotlight on their clients, they tend to, of course, look the other way. Uh, for example, while Cloudfair has refused to work with the Daily Stormer, it supports other sites peddling racism, including those for Stormfront and the Committee for Open Debate on the Holocaust. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yes, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, so, you know, there was some controversy about them hosting Daily Stormer, and they were yes. like, okay, then that's not good for business. But people exactly. are talking about these ones, so who cares? Ex uh, uh, precisely. CNN mentioned the Daily Stormer thing, and then it was gone. But Committee for Open Debate on the Holocaust? Of course we're going to keep that one. Nobody cares. Yeah. Lim argues that the real political crisis facing the U.S. is not extremist violence, but erosion of the First Amendment. He says that restrictions on online speech have already brought the U.S. to the verge of communist tyranny. <laughs> that, quote, we are one foot away from 1984. All the communist tyranny we're experiencing, like, you know, yeah. homeless people. <laughs> Medical costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After a moment, though, he offers a sizable qualifier. Quote, I never actually read the book, so I don't know all the themes of the book. But I have heard the concepts, and I've seen some things, and I thought, whoa, that's sketchy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he doesn't know, but he's familiar with one of the themes of the book, which is you do not fuck. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yeah, oh yeah. my god, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> whoa, that's sketchy as fuck. Right? <laughs> Oh, this is the most honest guy on the internet. I know. It's like, he doesn't need to explain himself because that sentence is perfect. It encapsulates everything. Yes. Vanois Tech's headquarters is a squat, one-story house in a sidewalkless subdivision that's just over the state line from Portland, Oregon. Of course, in Washington. Lim inherited the place from his grandparents, according to state records. While he regularly talks about Vanois Tech as a growing enterprise with dedicated staff, he seems to be the only one around who's working at the company. <laughs> he rents rooms on the cheap to friends from high school who help keep the party going. The crew has nicknamed the house Vansterdam. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is so fucking cool. <laughs> I'd love to hang out here. It's exactly. Hamsterdam in the Wire was the place where you could go to, like, buy drugs as an open-air drug market. <laughs> Amsterdam right. is the place where you can go to buy... Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when Lib greets visitors, the front door swings open to a view of a coffee table covered in cold McDonald's fries and a collection of half-smoked joints. The backyard is littered with weightlifting equipment and bongs, along with a shed full of computer services for mining cryptocurrencies. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are all right, y'all. We're gonna yeah. vote the country socialist. <laughs> He's simultaneously mining Bitcoin in his sheds in the backyard and upholding, like, ISIS's private messages. 
to each other. God, this is so cool. Eventually, <laughs> he's not going to make enough money to pay for all the electricity he's using to mine the Bitcoin. Yeah. Or is that not how that works? I don't know. I think that's how that works. Yeah, that's probably how that works. But maybe as solar city panels, right? That's Elon Musk, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's... I think this guy's philosophy is like, you know, one of these uh, libertarian... He's Gale from Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, this is where we get into, like, more of his personality. Limit tributes his entrepreneurial streak to a need to, quote, put food on the table <laughs> during an underprivileged childhood. Even though classmates remember him driving other kids around in his dad's Lamborghini and posting videos of the rides to YouTube. <laughs> yup. Oh, he was like a lifestyle YouTuber before yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. He just moved around the annoying thing to be. Yeah. High school peers say Lib was obsessed with ostentatious displays of wealth and talked constantly about Bitcoin and the Wolf of Wall Street. Hell yes! I'm about my bag. I'm about my money. I'm about this cheddar. Yeah. Are you mad at me? I'm gonna fucking kill myself. I love to see it. This is the best kind of guy. Every day in my community college dorm, I watch The Wolf of Wall Street to fall asleep so I could, I could, you know, by osmosis, get some, some success. Yeah, wearing a full suit, allegedly completely stained in <laughs> semen, just like the... Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he wears a blue suit and a, and a white t-shirt just 100% of the time. <laughs> when he's not doing wheelies on his bicycle, Lim now gets around... <laughs> 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 he rides around town in one of those tiny bicycles you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> lib now gets around in an audi a6 with a harvard law school license plate holder which he calls a gag he didn't go to harvard or to law school <laughs> which... yeah yeah he's just like again he wants the aesthetic of it again <laughs> he's like foo 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 he laughs like the rich npcs in the pokemon game yeah <laughs> <laughs> I I gotta be honest here. That is a good bit. I would do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll probably get one now that I know I, I can. I'd get but one. Whatever. I get one for Skull and Bones. <laughs> yeah, we should make Skull and Bones ones. <laughs> what's the What's the school that Epstein taught at? What? Didn't he teach at Dalton? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's just he puts a Dalton thing <laughs> on his license plate. He's, right, he's because like, he admires he admires Epstein's like Bitcoin entrepreneurship so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, he 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 mixed up uh, John McAfee and uh, Jeffrey Epstein in Which, his head. So it's he's not hard like, to do. Yeah, he was just influencing the market with a single tweet. <laughs> Uh, John McAfee tweets from Spanish prison now, man. It's like the best shit of all time. Jeffrey Epstein influenced the market with a single plane ride. Uh, one of his early forays into entrepreneurship was Orca Tech, a service for website owners to test how well they could withstand DDoS attacks, essentially by launching simulated attacks at them. I presume this is similar to the uh, Iran War Games. No, these are literally those websites that you can go to to DDoS other people and just say you're DDoSing <laughs> yourself. That is what he's created, allegedly, in Minecraft. Well, Joe, it's funny you say that, because it goes on here. For a certain kind of customer, the tool could also help execute attacks on others. <laughs> Lim says that he never looked into whether it was used for malicious purposes, and he eventually shut down the operation out of concern that he'd be implicated in illegal activities. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so it's just exactly that. You'd love to yeah, see No, it. you were 100% right. 
so from here on, they go into like excruciating detail regarding all of the conservative social media platforms that get, you know, that got banned for all the mass murders that they organized. Uh, they explain that Lim got his start with the, the editor of the Daily Stormer, this guy, Andrew Anglin. Andrew Anglin, I love fishing and white supremacy. <laughs> exactly. It's just one of those names. It's just like, hello, I am a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andrew Anglo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he later went into business with a web hosting company called Epic, with a K, run by a man named Rob Monster. <laughs> I am not fucking kidding. God, that's so cool. Yo, I'm Rob Monster. Welcome to the Monster House. Epic. That that is so fucking cool, man. Every part of that sentence rocks. Um. Okay. So now we get. I I wanted to touch a little bit on this guy, Rob Monster, because he's just it's such a fucking character. Uh, so Epic was like, you know, it, it was a similar sort of uh, company to Vanwa Tech, his, the, the current thing. But it says, Epic's then director of operations, Joseph Peterson, says he quit the company soon after Monster began a staff meeting by telling attendees to watch a video of the 2019 mosque shootings in Christchurch, New Zealand. Jesus he says Christ. the CEO claimed the video would convince his employees that the massacre had been faked. They went to work at a company called Epic with a K, run by a man literally named Rob Monster. These people didn't need convincing of anything. <laughs> yes. Like, Jesus and Christ. the fucking the fucking guy who did the Christchurch shooting. Isn't he just like one of these guys? Wasn't yes. that his whole thing? Yeah. Yes. So so then what's this Rob Monster's guy's angle? Uh, I guess that it was Antifa. Oh, that, uh, it was done for gun control in America yeah, 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 or yeah. whatever. Yeah, so that's, uh, it's Rob Monster. <laughs> <laughs> cool guy. Uh, wow. <laughs> okay, uh, so this is the pa- the last paragraph here. Lim sees the rising concerns around high-tech censorship as a business opportunity. <laughs> he had nothing to do with getting Parler back online, but the incident aggravated distrust in large tech companies in a way that could work to his benefit. He says he's been furiously buying extra racks of computers on eBay to keep up with the increased business. This guy is literally the fucking reason you can't get a graphics card, people. (laughs) Yes, yes. Personally, holy shit. And it's just like, he has just a bunch of, like, Dell computers from 2004 in a shed in his backyard mining for Bitcoin. Like, this shit is going to explode. On the bright side, that's happening in Canada. No, it's it's not. It's in fucking Washington. Oh, I thought it was just over the border from Washington into Canada. It's confusing. I know. I literally didn't know until like 10 minutes before we started recording. <laughs> it's Vancouver, the... Washington. Okay, okay. Too confusing. <laughs> well, whatever. Canada, we have uh, Cassis Belli on you. Vancouver, Canada <laughs> is Vancouver, Washington now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'm still correct. I've never been wrong. I'm not owned. I will never be owned. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, Moving on. Over the course of several conversations, Lim also repeatedly suggests he's going to focus more on hosting pornographic websites, (laughs) which aren't exactly digital pariahs like some of his other clients. He puts on, like, a pair of, like, sunglasses after he says that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but they are controversial enough to face hostility from service providers. 
Quote, a lot of people will say, oh, that's an abuse of free speech to post nude pictures, he says. Some people won't service a nude website. We don't care. <laughs> All right, so well, I- a guy named Lim. Wow, this was a... <laughs> What a fucking heater this was. He's only hosting, like, revenge porn websites. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad he's moving on from the Nazi social media to revenge porn websites (laughs) it's either that or like he's going to be attacked by like christian activist groups and then he'll be endeared by the liberals yeah i don't know i'm just waiting for the veterans to rise up and end this experiment of democracy (laughs) because they'll kill me but they'll probably kill this guy too hopefully (laughs) hey if anyone lives near uh, vancouver washington and you wanted to maybe take the daily stormer offline allegedly you could just fucking (laughs) A strategic uh, uh, hit with a rock on one of these computers in a shed, you know, and it's all it's yeah. all down. A strategic wedgie. Yeah. No, but just go around, you know, 7, 8 p.m. after they've just had their McDonald's. You know, they're not going to want to get up and check on you. <laughs> During their third watch through of uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. yeah, they're watching Goodfellas, talking about how cool they are. Yeah, we're watching The Sopranos because Tony Soprano's a cool guy who pr- loves his family. Uh, thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can yep. follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. We have a Discord server with the link in the bio. And uh, one last thing before we go, uh, we are plugging our friend Ryan's. Uh, newest cover of a Fleetwood Mac song. We're going to end with it. Uh, you can find him on virtually every streaming service imaginable under Gothbox. That's one word. Gothbox. Um, yeah, check him out. We love it, folks. We love some Gothbox, don't we, folks? Check it, Check him out. <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend his song, Golden. I like drenched myself. Okay. Alright, cool. Now we're good. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. I've been Matt. Bye-bye. See ya. Toodles. Toodles.